You are listening to Two Minutes of Torah with Rabbi Danny, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Danny, please visit rabbidanny.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Two Minutes of Torah, Parashat Bahar, the Commoner and the Prince. A couple of years ago, while watching the royal wedding, both on the television and Twitter, I was struck by the number of times that Kate Middleton, now the Duchess of Cambridge, was described as a commoner. In terms of coverage, one of the major features of the marriage was the fact that Prince William had chosen to marry someone who was not of noble birth. The wedding was a reminder of the fact that British society contains a landed upper class born into status and often wealth as a result of family history and lineage. However, while the media may have described Kate as commoner, she has clearly not emerged from poverty with a family, though not aristocratic, but they are certainly financially very secure and well-off. The status of commoner today may include a vast range of people, including some who are super wealthy and others who are homeless on the streets of our cities. While many countries no longer have a landed aristocracy, they still have that division in society between those who have significant wealth and those who might have nowhere to live and no place to sleep. And in many Western societies today, there is a growing gap between the wealthiest and the poorest ends of the society. This week's Torah portion puts in place a corrective to ensure that the gap between the extremes would never be allowed to grow too wide in the promised land. God says specifically, The land shall not be sold forever, for the land is mine. You are strangers and sojourners with me. While land may be bought and sold, the Torah makes clear that in reality no one can truly own the land, and so no sale of land can ever be permanent. Alongside this, the Torah makes clear the laws for redeeming land which may have been sold in the past, allowing family members to buy back property which had to be sold due to trying circumstances. However, when the land cannot be brought back, there is still an added safeguard. That which is sold shall remain in the hand of the person who brought it until the Jubilee year, and in the Jubilee it shall go out and return to its original owner. The Jubilee year provided a safety net within the society so that no one could be indefinitely impoverished. Everyone was protected so that once every 50 years their property would be returned. Israelite society was constructed in such a way as to ensure that no one could be left languishing forever. Everyone would eventually be caught and supported. In our society, while there is today some social mobility, the situation one is born into is still the greatest predictor on where they will find themselves 50 years later. People can rise up while others may fall down, but for the overwhelming majority their situation at birth will largely define their place at death. Kate Middleton proves what the fairy tales always knew, that the regular girl can become a princess. But she is still the exception, not the rule. We need to embrace and adapt the idea of the Jubilee year to ensure that the poorest members of our society are protected. Not in terms of the specific return of land, but the assurance that no one will be left to languish with no support or sustenance from society. The Jubilee year was not a law for a promised land, but a law which enabled us to build the promised land. We must aspire to build such a land wherever we live today. Shabbat Shalom.